Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Give the Lord a big cheer for you sit down. Amen. Amen. You can be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. So for a few moments, I'd like to talk to you about a place called heaven. Amen. I pray that you've made plans to go to heaven. Amen. I heard a preacher say just here recently, if you don't serve the Lord, this will be all the heaven you'll ever get right here. Amen. But I want to go to that place where he said he, he went to prepare a place for us. The couple of Wednesdays ago, I come to church and Brother Darrell had been out um, the first Sunday, uh, the Sunday before that Wednesday, and he had been sick. So Brother Tyson, I said, um, he had, he was about right there where he normally sits with Sister Amy. And I said, well, man, you're looking good. I'm glad to know. And I looked at Sister Amy. I said, um, something about life insurance policy. I said, did you call and check with the insurance man to make sure his insurance policy is all paid up? And we just laughed. And Sister Amy said no. And he was quick to tell me, Sister Susan, he didn't have no life insurance policy. But he thought maybe he might need to get one. And he looked at me real quick and he said, do you sell life insurance? See, he thought I was baiting him up, Brother Rayleigh, to sell him an insurance policy, and, and, that, and that's really the way it is. You know, when somebody comes and asks you a question about the hereafter, you always, Brother Ryan, you know, most people that you meet never tell you they plan on going to the lake of fire. I've, I've met a lot of people in my life, Brother Junior. I've never had anybody tell me, Sister Mary, that they was planning on going to the lake of fire. Most everybody wants to go to heaven. Amen. I know I do. Amen. I, I know there's been some times in my life I've not preached a lot of, Brother Leonard, a lot of funerals. Um, but I have preached some, and I would tell you the hardest funerals to preach is those folks that don't go to church, that don't know God. You know, Sister Joy, because uh, most of the time, and I don't know how many of you folks have ever spoke before a crowd, um, these men that preach here um, make it look real easy. Um, because I, I don't, I, when I do it, I, I tell them all the time, I feel like I could just throw up in a garbage can and I'd feel a lot better, Sister Donna. But they make it look real easy. But I think that all agree with me that this really is a hard thing. And it's hard, real hard, Brother Mike, when um, somebody's laying in a casket and most everybody there knows that they've not lived a life. Sister Rayleigh, that, that, that's going to benefit them and take them to heaven. On the screen this morning, I got uh, Sister Sarah to put up there, and I don't. I guess I'm going to call this thing a crane. I know it's probably not what he really is. But if you can see, it says he's got a frog in his mouth, but that old frog's got some feet hanging out, and he's got two hands around that throat, and he's telling that old crane, he said, I'm not going down there. <laughs> now, you may get me in your mouth. And you may think you're going to get me, but see up here in this left corner, it says, don't ever give up. Church, say amen. amen. 
I'm confident this morning that I'm in church with some folks that has a mind to want to make it. Brother Allen, there's been a many a time, I'm sure, on all of our travels serving God that we could have took an exit ramp to get out of this thing. Because if you'll, if you'll talk like you want one, Brother Donnie, the devil will make a way for you to get out. But church, I don't know about y'all, but I'm like this little frog. Amen? I want to wrap my hands around the devil's throat and say, you might have me in your mouth. I might be like Paul. I might have to fight beast at Ephesus. But you understand, but there's power, Sister Mary, in the name of Jesus. Amen? Because he said he went away to prepare a place for us. And he said that he's coming back to get us, to take us to that place. Church, I don't want to go nowhere but to live with Jesus. Amen? So, so I said all that to say this. I know in this life when you tell people it, it, this salvation thing is free, and it is free. Jesus paid the ultimate price. Amen. I would, let's encourage each and every one of us to let's live a good, godly life. Brother Jack, so when it's our turn that the man of God will stand over us to say a few broken remarks, it can be about all that Jesus, amen, I want a testimony that's going to uplift Jesus, amen, amen. I, I don't mind to tell you this morning, Brother Billy, I really can't wrap my mind around when I read the book of Revelation chapter 22, and we're going to get to that in just a few minutes. I can't wrap my mind around that, Brother Everett. I really can't. Now, by the grace of God, Sister Sherry, you know, we had food and we had raiment. And Daddy and Mama did the very best they could for us. And I would tell you that God's exceeded my expectations, Sister Danielle, from the time that we started serving God. I might even go so far as to tell you, Sister Terry, that before we even served God, looking back, God had his hands of protection on us. Sister Chelsea, I'm thankful for a God that when I wouldn't even serve him, he had his hand of protection on me, Sister Edith. Amen? So, so for, you know, the Lord said, he said that in Revelation 21 and 14, he said, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And, 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 I, and, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more sorrow, no crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. You know, I can't even wrap my mind. I don't know about y'all. The other morning I got up and um, I used to could just pop out of bed and get going, but these old joints don't, they pop all right, but they just don't get going very much anymore. But I had bent down, I, I can't even hardly bend over to put my socks on, so I had to get down on one knee and, and put my sock on and get down. Well, the other day, um, Brother Kenny, I got down this old right knee, it just hurt so bad. I said, man, what's wrong with that mess? And, and, you know, thank God I've got a, such a wonderful job. I just sit in a chair and spin around all day for 10 hours. If I had a real job, you know, when, if I had a real job that you had to get out and labor, I'd been in deep trouble that day because my old knee just hurt and it got feverish. So surely, and, and it just hurt and it just hurt. And Y'all have, somebody has had that before. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. And um, 
I said, man, let's just be getting old, I guess. It's a cricket, that thing just hurt. So I just prayed and prayed. And the next morning I got out of bed. Thing still hurt and was feverish, was just hot. I said, oh, man. So I got home, got me some oil on that thing, Sister Susan. I said, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Rub that thing some more in Jesus' name. Now, you know what I'm going to tell you. When I got to bed the next morning, that thing was gone. Amen. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for God. He's went away to prepare a place for me, but I'm thankful for God that right now, Sister Amy, right now, amen, right now, whatever I have need of, brother, I just need to ask God. See, it, it said that there'll be no more crying. You know, I can't, I can't even imagine no sorrow. I can't imagine no more death. I can't imagine just not having, I don't know about y'all, but I can't imagine not having no terrible thoughts to run through my mind. I've been in church and had thoughts. Brother Toby come through my mind, it shouldn't, even been, it shouldn't have been 100 miles from where I'm at. Because see, in this life, you know, I've heard people say, that, Brother Ryan, you don't have to teach a kid to steal. You don't have to teach a kid to lie. It's just that sin nature is just born in us, Brother Chris. But when we get to heaven, church, so I want to just tell you, and, and, and this is the way I, I talked to Brother Rayleigh about this uh, Wednesday night, but, and this is kind of the way I relate in my mind about heaven. In Isaiah chapter 11, verse 6 through 8, it reads like this. It says, The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling. Together, and a little child shall lead them, and the cow and the bear shall feed. Their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like an ox. And the suckling child shall play on the hole of an asp, and the winged child shall put his hand on the cockatrice den. Well, the only way that, and I know this scripture right here is talking about that thousand years of millennial reign with Christ. I understand that. But in that context, Sister David, I... The only way that this could happen, because, you know, we know that um, a lion ain't going to eat straw like an ox. Amen? And if, if, if you've got any kind of cows, you know, you, you can't put a bear and a cow together in the same pen because one of them's going to come out on the one end and the other one's going to come out on the other end. Amen? And, and we know that if you put a lamb in, in a cage with a, a wolf, somebody's going to become lamb chops and it ain't going to be wolf chops. Amen? But the only way that this happens is that Satan's been bound for a thousand years, and we read that in the book of Revelation. And I don't want to get into that, I, and that's not what I'm talking about, but what I'm talking about, Brother Allen, is when sin is done away with, when Satan is shut up with. See, Roger, I just can't wrap my mind around that. But at that time, Brother Wayne, we're not, when we're in heaven, we're not going to have to put up with the devil no more. We're not going to have pain. We're not going to have sorrows. Ain't that a place that you want to go, church, more than anything? More than anything. You know, a, a few Wednesdays and night ago, I, I read all that scripture where Jesus said, what would a man give in exchange for his soul? I don't know anything that I could give in exchange, and if I could, I don't want to, Brother Larry. Because I've had enough, you know what, in this lifetime. 
And I sure don't want to spend any eternity in the lake of fire, church. I want to make it right. I want to see, I want to hear Jesus say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of those. See, this ain't no game with me. See, Sister Bird, I come to church because I love church and I love Jesus. You know, I, I love what I feel when I come to church. Amen? I want to be that member that sits on the edge of the seat. It don't matter who's got the microphone and who's preaching. It don't matter. You know, Brother Jerry did a great, great job Wednesday night. And I don't want to tag along on his, but I want to be like him. It don't matter who's singing. If they singing about Jesus, Sister Donna, I want my hands up in the air because God's been too good to me and my family, church. See, the thing is, I could have very easily ran to the medicine cabinet, Sister Betty, and got something from my old knee hurting other night. I could have done that. And I'm not, I'm not throwing rocks at anybody that does that. Don't take that the wrong way. But I'll never know what Jesus does, Brother Junior, if I don't put Jesus to the test. Amen? Because, see, I might not need Jesus right now to touch my body, but there might come a day that I can't run to Walmart and get my prescription. There might come a day that I can't go to the doctor. There might be a day I can't call my attorney. Because I promise you, Brother Josh, you live, you live this life very long, you're going to understand there's going to be things that you're going to run into Sister Shanna, that you, no matter who it is, they can't help you. You better have a relationship with Jesus. Amen? And this ain't even the best part. Brother Hal, that's what's so crazy to me. And, you know, and I just want to drift off the road here for just a minute. You know, don't you appreciate a God, Sister Chelsea, that people that, that are followers of his that was in the Bible when you read, they ain't just the best of the best. They fight the same demon that me and you fight. You know, if old brother Wayne was writing the book, I would have put all good guys on Wayne's team. You know? Judas would have never got on old brother Wayne's team. I just wrote that dude right off. <laughs> I wouldn't even, and Pontius Pilate, he would have never got a chance to wash his hands and wash. But see, that ain't the way God does things. Aren't you thankful for a God that goes to you and gives you an opportunity, gives you that word called choice? God's went away to prepare a place, but you got to do something. If you'll take one step to God, God will take it the rest of the way. Brother Rayleigh, aren't you thankful for a God like that? Don't you want to spend it? See, I think a lot of times, you know, we I wanted to call this a business meeting this morning, but I didn't get permission from pastor, so I didn't call it that. So y'all don't tell him I told him. But... But, you know, like when I get my, um, my retirement fund from the state of Florida, you know, when I first started in 2001, I didn't pay much attention to it. But now, by the grace of God, I'm on the backside of the desert. I'm getting closer, says Atlanta. I'll pay attention to that thing. When it comes in, honey, I say, do you want? I say, oh, yeah, I want to look at it. <laughs> I don't see how my numbers are growing. <laughs> I mean, I want to know that because I'm getting closer now to the retirement age. See, when I first started, it didn't matter a whole lot to me, Sister Sherry. I wonder just how many times we take our Bible, and, and we know the Bible says that. I think it's the third verse of chapter 1 of Revelation. It talks about you'll get a blessing if you just read the book of Revelation. And I know when we talk about the book of Revelation, no pun intended, Sister Joy, it don't bring joy into people's hearts. I mean, really, when you read that thing, Brother Kevin, it'll mess you up some. 
Because if you'll read chapter 20 before you get to chapter 21, it'll tell you what happens to those folks that don't decide to serve Jesus. Amen. So, so, so what I'm asking you to do is if you've not read chapter 21 very in a long time or a short time, get your Bible out. Not right now, but get your Bible out and read about what God's got in store for us. Be as excited as, as I am when I get my quarterly statement from the Florida Retirement Service. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And, and Never mind, let me keep moving. So, so he, here's what I want to tell you. There, there was a man called Paul. This is what Paul said. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 11, 24, and 27, we're going to tie this back in here in just a minute. He said, of the Jews, five times received our 40 stripes, save one. Now, so he was be 39 times five would have been 195 stripes. Is that right? Is that right? Five times, five times 40 is 200. Take five off of that. That's how many? 195. Three times was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Three times I suffered shipwreck. And a night and a day I have been in the deep. He said, in journeys often, in pearls of water, in pearls of robbers, pearls by my own countrymen, by the heathen, in the city, in the wilderness, in the sea, among false brethren. Verse 27 said, in weariness and painfulness and watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and in nakedness. I ain't had none of those. But ever compared to Brother Paul, I've had it pretty easy. That time that old Satan comes to me and says, Wayne, why do you even do this? You know, it's like the Brother Daryl thing I was telling you all about earlier. See, when somebody tells you there's a place over yonder, Sister Kathy, a lot of people just think we crazy. Well, I am crazy. I'm just crazy for Jesus. Amen? Because, you know, I don't need God to part the Red Sea. God's done too much for me. I know God's alive. I know God's real. Amen? So I think about, I wonder how many times that maybe Paul looked at some of those stripes and thought about, man, man. Because here's the one thing about testimony. We know the Bible said you overcome him, who the, the devil, by the blood of the lamb, by the Tyson and the words of your testimony. So to me, to have a testimony, we must go through something. Amen. I'm thankful to have a testimony. That time that I'm going through that, Sister Mary, I don't always get excited about having a testimony. But I believe when Paul looked at those scars and when he thought back and, and he was writing this, I think he thought back about the testimonies that God had brought him through these things. Paul wrote over in Romans 8, 35 through 39, he said, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? He said, Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, pearl, or sword? He said, for it is written, for thy sake were we killed all the day long and were counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him. More. More. Remember with Job, you know, Satan couldn't mess with Job until he, he said, God, you got to drop the hedge on him. Amen. I don't care what the devil tells you, Brother Orlando, in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day. He can't kill you. He can't do anything to you unless God allows him to do that, Sister Jessica. Aren't you thankful for a God that can keep you in the palm of his hands? He said, for he, Paul said, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, or powers, nothing present, or things to come, 
He said, nor height, depth, or any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen, church. I'm thankful for a God that can keep. Amen. I thought about this. Now, honey's not here. I didn't know she wasn't going to be here this morning. She's in the Sunday school class, so I'll just feel free to talk about her. Um, I told him what. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, we just laugh. We we just. I don't know how she puts up with me. I'm thankful she does, but Josh. But anyway, um, I told her. I said, "Look, if we decide to split the sheet, and you you go your way, and I go my way," I said, "Now here's three things you cannot have." I said, "You can't have my dogs. You can't have my cats. You can't have my house." Now, the rest of that stuff, you just help yourself to. She might as well. She keeps all the bills. She keeps all the records and all that kind of stuff. So she knows what she's got and what she don't have, brother Riley. But the point of the reason I don't want her to have my house, Sister Brittany, is this. Let me refer our house. Is that, see, some friends of ours helped us build that house. But those folks, I had went to their houses on Sundays in between church services, after work on Tuesdays and Thursdays, all day Saturdays. For about four or five years, we just traded out helping each other build each other's houses. So see, when, when I look at that house, if y'all come over to our house, Brother Kenny being a, carpenter, uh, a contractor, he come to our house, probably wouldn't be a whole lot impressed with it. But see, to me, that's a little different because I got some sweat equity into that thing. Now, honey's done her part. Don't get me wrong, but it ain't, you know, when, when she'd say, hey, you know, the, we need to go here this weekend. I'd say, no, you know, Brother Jerry's working on his house. And she'd say, yeah, but can't you miss this weekend? I said, no, no, I can't miss because, you know, I want Brother Jerry to come to my house. When we get his house finished, he's going to come to my, our house and work on our house. See, Brother Junior, that house, is, it, it means a lot to me because there was a lot of times that, that I done without, so... God made a way for us to have a house. See, that's the way you ought to feel about, the Bible talks about this treasure in earthen vessels. See, when the devil starts talking all that, the, the Bible, the Lord called him a liar and a father of all lies. He said he was a deceiver from the very beginning. See, the whole thing is the Satan's after that treasure that's in your earthen vessel. Because the Bible said that your spirit's going back to God who gave it. Your body's going back to the dust. But your soul's going to live on somewhere, Brother Jack. See, if you've got some equity in this game, if this is more than just church, if this is more than just a walk with a God, that's why it's so important to build a relationship with God. Because we may not always be able to gather together in a house to hear wonderful preaching and wonderful singing and having you know one of the things that I love about the UPC is we have an opportunity to give to missions and and the money don't just stay in one spot brother Junior. I really appreciate that because I just I just because there's folks that, that that don't get to hear the gospel like we get to hear it and I so want them to hear it because if God can change my life church he can change their life amen if he could take a nothing and make something out of it, God can do that with them. So I'm hurrying on now. We're talking about the best is yet to come. I just want to tell you a little bit about your city. 
You'll be living in a gated community with angels standing guard outside, out, guarded out by your pearl gates made from one single pearl. Your gated community is 1,500 miles long, wide, and high. That's like traveling the distance from Florida to Maine. Your great city has the glory of God. Her light is like a most precious stone, like a jasper, stone clear as crystal. The street of your city is pure as gold as it were as transparent glass. The walls of your city has 12 foundations. On each of them are the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. I'm going to mess up on some of your stones that's in your foundation, so just pray for me. The foundation of your city is adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation is made of jasper, and the second is sapphire. Ooh. The, the ch- Chalindox... Is the third one. The fourth one is an emerald. The fifth is a sardox. The sixth is a sardis. The seventh is a crystallite. The eighth is a beryl. And the ninth is a topaz. The tenth is a chrysoprase. Sorry. And the eleventh is a jacinth. And the twelfth is an amethyst. If you're like me, I don't understand what a lot of those stones mean. Amen? Don't matter to me. The pearl don't mean... What means is that Jesus is going to be there. Amen. But that my, my point is that God said that he, he's going to have a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Satan won't be there, Brother Junior. The termite won't show up at this city. The bill collector won't show up at this city. Jesus will be there. There are 12 pearl gates outside of your city, and they also have an angel of God at each gate, and they have the name. Oh, I'm sorry. There are three gates on the north side, the south side, and the east side, and the west side. And the best part of your city, you'll never have to pay a light bill because there is no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God will illuminate it, and the Lamb is a light thereof. That's the best part, that we're going to get to worship Jesus throughout eternity. I thought about how that in the book of Revelations 15 and 4, because I don't know about y'all, but Brother Brian, do you ever just, you know, sometimes you, and I don't want to mess with nobody's theology, but, you know, you hear how preachers talk about what you might be doing in heaven and all that, and that's okay. All I got my mind on, Sister Susan, is to thank the one that made it possible for me to be there. I'm thankful when the doctor said no to my dad's condition, Jesus said yes. I'm thankful when things that's happened in our life that we needed a lawyer or a judge to step in and help us out that Jesus said, I've got this. I'm thankful, Brother Allen, when there was nobody around to help me, Jesus was there. When I looked on every side and it looked like it was caving in, Brother Wayne, I just needed to get a quiet place to work. Because I'm telling you, church, if you can find yourself that nobody can help you. Have you ever been in a place that the preacher say pray and you say, man, I'm praying all the time? Amen. But that comfort, Sister Jen. See, I don't need a God to do everything for me. I just need God to be God. Because I know if he'll be God, Sister Amanda, he'll do everything. This See, it's just like this picture here. If we don't ever give up, if we'll trust God and let God be God in our life, God's going to take care of it, Brother Jerry. He's going to take care of it. Here's what I want to do. What they say in Revelation 4, 8 through 11, it says, And four beasts had each of them six wings about him, 
they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God. It sounds like Brother Orlando, don't it? Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those bees give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the, before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasures they are and were created. I thought about where they were talking about those 24 elders threw down their crowns. I thought about how God, he didn't wear, he didn't wear a kingsley crown. Such a cricket, they gave him a thorny crown. That wasn't enough. They just pushed that thing down on it and just drove those spikes into his brow. The Bible said, while we was yet sinners, Christ died for us. Aren't you thankful for a God that took a crown of thorns so you and I could get a crown of life? Amen. I'm thankful when the world said that old Wayne Williams ain't worth saving. Jesus said, by the grace of God, I can use him. I'm thankful that God took the small things that confound the, the simple things that confound the wise. And I'll close with this. I had read you a few chapters about what Paul had said. I so much want this to be my testimony. Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, he said, for I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I find it kind of strange that he never brought back up none of those things that he went through, Brother Rayleigh. He never said, you know, God left me here and I got stuck in the jail. I was sick here. Brother Kevin, I taught these people and they went back out in the world. He makes astounding and astounding statement here. Paul said, I fought a good fight. Sister Amy, if if I could just say, I fought a good fight. Amen? Just keep the faith, church. Brother Toby, when it looks like all's come against you, he said, when you've done all you can do, Sister Tanya, just stand. Just stand. He said, I've finished my course. Church, we got a course. I can't run it for Brother Rayleigh, and Brother Rayleigh can't run it for Wayne. Much as Sharon loves me and puts up with me, she can't run my course. Amen? And I love this part. He said, I've kept the faith. I've kept the faith. Church, you might not think right now, Brother Chris, you need no faith in this because you got everything at, the, at your fingertips. But trust me, there's coming a day, church. That you're going to need that faith that was once delivered to the saints. Because I'm telling you, if you don't keep the faith, you'll take a detour on this thing called life. And so as I said earlier, there's a many off-ramp. The lesson said, the yet, the best is yet to come. Amen. The Bible said this life's like a vapor. It's just here for a little while, Sister Danielle, and it's gone. Brother Kevin, he said he's getting us a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Don't you want to go? Church, I mean more than anything. 
I want to be like Job. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. But what? Come on, tell me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because without the Lord, I wouldn't have anything, Brother Jerry. I've been with me a long time. I ain't too impressed with me. I know what me can do. But I sure look around and see what God's done for me. And he's just scratched the surface. He says, henceforth, there's laid up a crown. There's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Paul didn't make it singular. He said, not to me only. Not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. So, church, very quickly, I just come to tell you, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Fight a good fight. Because the Bible says your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's seeking. Brother Chris, if you'll give him an inch, he'll take a mile. I kind of encourage you to fight the good fight, to stay the course. And the old body says, man, I'm tired. Not Wednesday night again. Say, I got to go. Somebody said there was like a fire shut up in my bones. He said, I'm not going to mention that name no more. He said, but man, there was like a fire. But Jack, when the devil says, you know, God's not a healer, you just remind him of what God's done for you. Bible said if we submit to God, we could resist the devil. Sister Gussie, the Bible said he'll flee. That first part, that submit part, if you could stand. In closing, I've often thought about if we if we treated our spouse or treated our children like some folks treat their God. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, they won't even miss me at that midweek service. I really, how many times have you been in church, and and we won't ask you to raise your hand, but been in church and you think, man, I got to do this tomorrow, this tomorrow, this tomorrow. And God's saying, man, what you need is listening. Because you know how faith comes by, right? By the Word. The Word. The Word of God. And I'm thankful that y'all allow us to come church with you folks. I love y'all so much. Y'all have been so very kind to us. And I am ever so indebted. I didn't come this morning to tell you how many off-ramps I could have taken. I come to tell you that Jesus saves. And you can count on Jesus. His words are stand when the earth and the heavens on fire, the word's going to stand forever. Would you join me in prayer? Precious Jesus, Lord, truly we do love you and we do praise you and we do thank you. God, we thank you for being so merciful to us. God, thank you for talking to us. God, I thank you. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. 
Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.